You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. In line with our fasting, we are going to have a serious break. Pag-usapan natin tong in Christ because this is the theme of our fasting this year. This is the theme when we started our fast last January and now in our mid-year um, parent fasting, this is our theme. When you say in Christ, it talks about identity, who you are in Christ, who you are right now, not about who you are before, what people had labeled you before, but who you are right now. And I realized when I became a Christian, when I made Jesus as my Lord and Savior, I realized that the Bible says that we are already a new creation, that the old is gone and the new has come. And one particular thing I was thinking before is that when you are new in Christ, I thought that everything will be okay. Kala ko, nung naging Kristiyano na ako, I will always be blessed. Iba yung perspective ko kasi pagdating sa blessing. I thought na wala nang problemang daraan sa buhay ko. I thought that those are the things what makes a Christian. Na pag sinabi mong Christian ka, dapat ganito ka. So when I was thinking about it, I was reminded of Disneyland. Alam niyo yung Disneyland, di ba? I was reminded when we were there with my wife few years ago when we had a vacation, one of the things that I saw or one of the things that they say that Disneyland is, Disneyland, it is the happiest place on the world. And pag pumunta ka nga doon, talagang masaya. Me, siguro, I, I forgot if it was, I was 32, 33, or 34 years old when I went there. That old, itong adult guy na to, when we went there, Man, para ako naging bata. Alam mo yun? Parang I enjoyed. Wow, si Mickey Mouse nandito. Parang, kala mo naman buhay eh, no? pero mascot rin naman yun. Pero it was really a different experience. Kasi dito sanay tayo, of course, yung wizard lang ng Enchanted Kingdom, ganyan. Pero doon, pag ganun, talagang ibang klase yung experience. Happiest place on earth. But then, the problem is, when you leave that happiest place on earth, and you ride their Disneyland train going back to the mainland, you realize that may mga problema, you're facing some of the things na kailangan mong bayaran, saan tayo kakain, grabe, anong mga gagawin natin. And sometimes, when it comes to our Christian walk, it's like that. Sometimes, we live in a fantasy land saying, Christianity is like this land. Kailangan okay lahat. Kailangan blessed ako, ganyan. And indeed, when you are a Christian, when you are in the Lordship of Jesus Christ, you are indeed blessed. He gives you the joy of the Lord. But then, we have a different perspective. We forget that not everything is Disneyland. Because when we go out of this room, we may enjoy worshiping God, we may enjoy reading our word, we may enjoy singing our songs, we may enjoy to see our friends here in church. But when we go out of our room, we know that we are going to face a lot of stuff. We know that when we open our TV, there are news about wars. There are news about people being killed. News about people killing themselves. News about crime. News about poverty. Ito yung mga hinaharap natin. And when we see that, after we go out of this place, we think, God, is this what Christianity is all about? Or probably some of us here are experiencing one of these things. 
We're experiencing conflict in our lives. We are experiencing financial crisis in our lives. We have experience to be mugged. <laughs> Alright? Yung, yung ninakawan tayo or hinold up tayo. We experience all these things. And we're going to read in the book of Ephesians chapter 6. Paul was about to end this letter. And Paul, a person who is probably considered not one of the, but the greatest apostle, as if we're going to look all his letters in the New Testament, yung mga sinulat niya, Paul, knowing that he is a person who is in Christ, knowing that he has been changed by God, and knowing this, that he is doing the right thing, yet he is being persecuted by people. Have you ever experienced that? Meron kang ginagawang tama, pero ikaw pa rin yung sa mata ng ibang tao mali ka. And Paul was like that. And Paul, being this minister of the gospel, preaching who Jesus is, can easily point fingers and say, ah, grabe itong mga taong to. Ginagawa ko na nga yung tama, pero kumbaga, they are persecuting me. They are looking down on me. They are attacking me. He could easily point, these guys are wrong. These guys are evil. These guys are bad. But more than that, Paul, in his circumstance, he was looking beyond his circumstance. He was looking beyond the people saying, this Paul is a fool. He was looking beyond the people saying that because more than the people na nakikita niya, he realized that there is something beyond these people. Beyond the people persecuting him. Beyond the persecution that the church is experiencing. Beyond the situation niya na nakakulong siya. There is something devious more than the people na na-encounter niya. He knows that there is something beyond this. And as we talk about this in Ephesians 6, my prayer is that you may be in a situation right now, a situation that from a Disneyland experience, you are in a situation like this situation. And you probably hear it's easy for us to point fingers at people, at, at the things that we see in TV, probably in the relationships we have, na malito, inaway ako, ganyan. More than the situation we are in, I pray that we would realize that there is something beyond the situation that we are in right now. And that's the reason why we're going to read in Ephesians 6, starting in verse 10. We're going to read from verse 10 to 20. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplications for all the saints, and also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought 
to speak. Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord God, for this time. Thank you for allowing us to be here today as a church community to learn and listen to the preaching of your word. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would speak to everyone that was going to hear these words. I pray, Lord God, that more than the, the voice, more than the text that we will see, I pray that your Spirit would speak to our hearts so that we may be able to translate this into action, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. In Ephesians, this is one of the letters of Paul. One of the beautiful things about Ephesians is how he wrote it in a way that when he wrote it, he explained uh, what the gospel is all about. Kung ano ba yung gospel? The gospel is the good news that Christ, that God became man, the form of Jesus, that he died for our sins. Because of our sin, we are separated from God. But because of what Christ did on the cross, and we believe, once we believe who Jesus is, we start to have salvation. Explain yun. Explain the indicative. This is what you call what Jesus did. Ano yung ginawa ng Panginoon? The first part of Ephesians, He told all the indicatives. This is what Jesus did. This is what God did. And also, in the middle part, He started to explain the imperatives. In other words, since the gospel is this one, since Jesus did this, now ngayon, the imperatives is that the action. Since the gospel has been done, since Jesus did this, now these are the things that we can do, God is doing in our lives. In chapter 6, in the first part, verse 1 to verse 9, uh, that is a good uh, imperative if you're going to read your Bible because it talks about how to have a good relationship, a person who is in Christ, paano ka ba mag-relate sa ibang tao? It talks about husbands and wives, how the husband should relate to the wife, and how the wife should relate and have a God-honoring relationship with the husband. It also talks about how the parents could have a godly relationship with their children, and the children how to have a godly relationship with their parents. It also talks about how masters can have a godly relationship with their servants, and how the servants could have a godly relationship with their masters. Because being in Christ, having known the gospel, what the gospel is all about, this is what is going to happen sa buhay mo kapag naintindihan mo yung gospel. So yun, in chapter 6, verse 1 to, at least verse 1 to 9. And here, after he said all of this, all the imperatives, he goes now to end his letter as he talks to the people, the Christians, the disciples in Ephesus. After saying all of that, when it comes to relationship, Paul closes the letter with both a warning about a war and instructions in how to win that war. Ito yung binasa natin from verse 10 to 20. Kaya dito, we can see Paul saying, finally, after saying all of these things, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Ito yung ano niya, yung pinaka gusto niya sabihin sa mga tao. After saying that this is what the gospel is all about, what Jesus did on the cross, and because you have accepted the gospel, you are to act in a manner like this, honoring people, ganyan, in relationships. Finally, be strong in the Lord because we realize that there is an enemy. The enemy is the devil. He was saying, be strong in the Lord. When he said, be strong in the Lord, and uh, he was saying the strength. It's also uh, the same meaning na dinescas natin last week about power. 
when we talked about power last week, Greek translation of power is dynamis or dynamis, where we get the word dynamo. When we talk about dynamo, it is a machine na nagko-convert ng mechanical energy to electrical energy. So for example, if you have a bike that has a dynamo machine and that is attached to whatever contraption it is, when you bike tapos yun, it is possible, di ba, nakakita na kayo nagbabike, tapos yung biglang may ilaw, umiilaw siya. Tapos pag hindi na siya nagbabike, ano mangyari? Wala na yung ilaw. Because what happens there, it has a dynamo machine or gadget or contraption that lightens that a mechanical energy translating it to electrical energy but here i realized when he was using it be strong in the lord says it's not us trying to do something so that god's going to come to us but he was saying be strong in the lord because god is already doing something in your life if you have remembered, we have been empowered by the Holy Spirit already. When you became a Christian, you have been empowered by God already, by the power of the Holy Spirit. So ngayon, since God is empowering you, you have just have to translate that. You just have to be strong in the Lord and pakita mo the strength that comes from God. Because there is an enemy. One of the ways for us to be strong in the Lord is that we have to realize first and foremost that there is an enemy. Here in our age right now, diba, information is very important. And when it comes to wars, information is very vital. Kaya meron mga spy yung mga ibang gobyerno. I don't know kung tayo meron. Alright? Pero ibang mga gobyerno, diba, mga CIA, ganyan, mga KGB. Kumbaga meron silang mga agencies for that because information is very important. And here, Paul was saying that we have an enemy. Kaya says, I put on the whole armor of God. That's the reason why he was saying you have to stand against. Because you have been empowered by God, you have the strength of God in you, you have to stand against the devil. And the trickery or the thing with the devil, ito, the thing with the, this enemy is that when he strikes, hindi natin alam kung kailan. He is not going to strike you and just going to go there and say, Okay guys, Okay guys, we're going to tempt you right now. No. The way he attacks, he attacks us when we least expect it. Kaya nga sabi ni Dino that we have to stand against the schemes of the devil. Schemes which means metadoya or trickery. Or in other words, it is a planned method or execution, a scheme, a planned method that the enemy is ready to, to do to us. If we know that God has plans for us, Jeremiah 29, 11, God has plans for us, plans to prosper us, not to harm us, to give us a hope and a future. But here, Paul was also saying, this enemy has a scheme for us. He has a plan for us. He would not just attack ng basa-basa. He plans it. You know what? When we're going to leave for uh, Armenia, naman, uh, our 10 days on September, when I was told that I was going to lead the team last April, pinlano ko na yun. Sabi na that we're going to leave by September 5. So, team, we are going to have meetings. So, nag-backtrack kami. Pag-August, weekly na yung meeting. Pero before that, pagdating ng May to July, twice a month tayo mag-meet. Kumbaga, nakaplano. Until the time that we arrive to that goal or to that time na kailangan naming umalis for Armenia. And you know what? The enemy is like that as well. He can take his time. He can take his time to plan. He can take his time to, to tempt us when it comes to destroying our identity in Christ, to destroying our love for God, to, to discourage us. 
Kumbaga, He can take His time. God has plans for us, pero we have to understand that the enemy has schemes as well. In verse 12, we can see, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Paul was reminding them that more than the things that you see, more than that person na kaaway mo, there's something beyond that. For you do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but you are wrestling against authorities, against cosmic powers, against this present darkness. More than na kaaway mo yung asawa mo ngayon, there's more than that. That the devil is planning a scheme. A scheme for your marriage to be destroyed or, or something. But the devil has plans. More than the doubts that we have right now. More than the doubts if we're going to be generous or help someone out. More than that, there is an enemy trying to make a scheme. Telling us lies, saying, is it worth it if you're going to do that? Or if you're going to do that, baka yung pride mo, ma, ano, masira. More than the pride that we see. Kumbaga, there is an enemy behind these things. Kumbaga, he is planning. I hope that every time that we would see something in the news, a bad news when it comes to the TV or meron mag-share sa social media, May dig tayong ganun eh, di ba? Meron tayong makita news, tapos yun, iba-vlog natin or ipapost natin sa Facebook natin yan. We would say something against this certain issue. I hope that we would see beyond that. I hope beyond the certain issue that we face right now, we would see beyond that that there is an enemy. Because Paul, during this time, he was persecuted. He was doing the right thing, but then there are people who were saying, kulong natin yan si Paul. Sinisira yung negosyo natin. Sinisira yung negosyo, pero ang ganda na nga yung message na sinasabi ni Paul sa mga tao, di ba? More than your business, I am giving you the eternal message, the eternal good news that comes from God. But people were saying, hindi, hindi okay yan si Paul. Kumbaga sinisira lang yan yung negosyo natin. He was doing the right thing, but yet he was persecuted. And Paul could have said, Lord, you judge them. Pero more than pointing a finger to these people, he saw something beyond that. More than the people who are persecuting him, he saw something beyond that, which is the enemy, the devil. In your situation right now, probably there are times that you want to share the gospel, but then there's this fear. There is an enemy behind that fear. Probably you, you tried to share the gospel and that person did not respond. We don't know. Probably there is an enemy beyond that as well. Probably you're fighting with someone. I hope at the end of the day, especially if you are husbands and wife, I hope that we would see that there is an enemy trying to do something in our relationship. I remember that time. All right, one of this, one of the times that we have an argument with my wife. I was just reminded that there is an enemy behind this. Kapag alam natin na may kalaban sa dikod ng mga pangyayari na pinagdadaanan natin, we are going to respond in a way and be able to say, I'm going to stand against this. Diba? When you know that the enemy, that the devil is behind all these things, you would remove your focus on that person. But instead, you will put your focus 
on God who defeated the devil. Instead of putting your focus in this situation, wala kaming ganito, wala kaming finances, ano na, pasukan na, wala pa rin kaming pera, ganyan. Instead of the focusing on the situation, we start to focus on God who defeated the enemy. That is the power of knowing that there is an enemy. Knowing that Christianity is not about being in a place called Disneyland, but Christianity is also a battle, struggle against not flesh and blood, but against spiritual forces. The good thing about this is that Scripture clearly tells us that the enemy we face is a defeated enemy already. Talo na siya. You know what the enemy can do? He can just shout at us. He can just throw lies. He can just try to intimidate us. But the enemy cannot do anything to us in a way knowing that Christ already has the victory. In Colossians 2 verse 14, it says, Jesus has disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame. Ipinahiya niya yung kalaban in the cross by triumphing over them in Him. When Paul was saying to put on the whole armor because there is an enemy, he was not saying put on the whole armor because nakakatakot yung kalaban, nandiyan na. No. He was saying it's because we are already standing in the position of victory. You are already victorious in Christ. The enemy that tries to attack us is already a defeated enemy. When the enemy would try to lie to you, na makipaghiwalay ka na, kumbaga, awayin mo yan kasi ikaw yung biktima, you know what? The enemy is already been defeated. You can go against it. You have the power to say no to it. You have the power to confront it. You can say that I can stand against you, devil. Not because of my willpower, but by God. That's the reason why we can say that we can stand for God because our strength comes from God. The reason why I can stand to share the gospel, the reason why I can be in faith, it's not because magaling ako. It's not because na-memorize ko lahat ng scripture sa Bible. The reason why I can stand up for righteousness is because God has given me that strength. God has given me that power. And here in Ephesians 6.13, sabi niya dito, knowing that our strength comes from God, knowing that our power comes from God, that we have to be strong in the Lord, eto ngayon gawin mo. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God. Paul did not say just some of the armor or most of the armor. Paul was giving an analogy of a Roman soldier, probably yung nakakulong siya when he was in chains, that uh, when he was meditating, probably in talking to God, he was able to see and picture what a Christian's life looks like. That it is like a a Roman soldier who wears his equipment. A few months ago, we had a vacation in Korea with my family. From Seoul, we traveled three hours to a province in Korea. Dito, three hours ton from siguro, Las Piñas to Metro Manila lang dahil sa traffic. Pero doon talagang three hours no traffic. You go to a province, and then when we arrived in that province, there was snow. In the city, wala. Pero in that province, biglang may snow. So, we, we went there, tapos we wanted to try to ski. But before you can ski, you, you should not just wear the jacket na dala mo, na galing Pilipinas. Hindi yung magiging effective. Lalo na during that time, yung snow nila, parang storm. So, what we did is that we have to rent a proper jacket. Why? Because it's snowing there. You won't wear that proper jacket against snow. Hindi mo yun gagawin because it was a wrong attire. And here, Paul was saying, as a Christian, you have to wear the proper attire. That you have to wear the whole 
armor of God because our enemy is superhuman. Our enemy is not against flesh and blood. Our enemy is spiritual force. And that's the reason why to fight this enemy, we have to tap the weapon that God has given us, the whole armor of God. And here's a picture of a probably a Roman soldier that Paul was describing. And in verse 14, to 15, it describes ano ba yung whole armor of God. He went to the details. Sabi niya dito, again, stand therefore, since you are a new creation, that you are in Christ. Stand therefore, having fastened what first? The belt of truth. Second, the breastplate of righteousness. And third is the sandals or shoes that brings readiness given by the gospel of peace. When you talk about belt, it's, it holds everything so that the armor will not fall. When you talk about the breastplate, it protects the heart. It protects the vital organs of our body. When you talk about the shoe, their shoes during that time, in sandals some Roman soldiers, sa ilalim nun, there are spikes. So that when they are battling, hindi sila basta-basta matutulak. Diba? Kumbaga, they can stand firm when they battle or when they uh, put up their shield. And moving on in verse 16, sabi dito, in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith. All circumstances. Wag mo iwan yan. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And from all these things, all these equipments, the whole armor of God, we have one weapon, which is the sword, which is described as a sword of the Spirit. It is the only weapon that we have, but it is enough. But all of this, all of these instructions for spiritual battle begins. All of this, us knowing all of this armor begins from what Paul said in verse 10. Be strong in the Lord. Yes, you may have that armor, pero be strong in the Lord. Alam niyo yun na we may be able to memorize scripture from cover to cover, but unless we get our strength from the Lord, it will just be head knowledge. Do you know that in the U.S., there are atheists who know scripture cover to cover, but then they are not changed because they only know it by head knowledge. Until we allow God to move in our life, we will never change. That's the reason why, yes, you know all these things, but you have to go back, be strong in the Lord. And with that, we can stand for God because our strength comes from God. And He moves on after saying that you have an enemy. All right, You can be strong in the Lord by knowing that you have an enemy. You can be strong in the Lord by knowing that there is an armor a whole armor of God. Binigay niya lahat para sa ito. And now, he ends in a way by saying, pray at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplications for all the saints. The weapons of warfare that we have are spiritual because they are rooted in prayer, which is the Christian's most powerful resource. Prayer in a believer's life, para sa atin, should be a lifestyle. When it comes to prayer, it should be a lifestyle. Makikita natin to dito sa scripture na to, in this verse, that four times, minention niya yung word na all. Una yung sinabi as we pray is that we should pray at all 
times. It talks about the frequency. Hindi lang pray sometimes, but pray in all times. Pray in the Spirit. Why do we need to pray in the Spirit? Because we want to know the will of God. As we go out and battle, as we go out and face the challenges that we have, we want to know the will of God in our lives. In all prayer and supplication, this one talks about the variety. It talks about that when you pray, kahit ano, God can hear that. When it comes to healing, for example, may sakit ako, may trangka ako, so I'm going to pray. Kasi ito, ako may cancer, baka hindi kaya ito ni Lord. Or baka opposite. Diba? Baka opposite. You're praying for God, healing for cancer, ganyan. pero biglang ikaw, meron kang trangkaso. Hindi, okay lang. Hindi na ako magpapray. Trangkaso lang to. Yung ganun. But in all kinds of prayer and supplication, we are to pray. Why? Because God wants you to speak to Him. No matter how big or no matter how small that thing is sa paningin natin, God wants you to give it to Him. Because He is our Heavenly Father. He wants you to, as a heavenly father and as a child of God, He wants you to approach Him. No matter how silly it may sound, no matter how silly what you're praying for, God wants you to talk to Him and give that to Him. He wants you to submit that to Him. And again, to the end, keep alert with all perseverance. Now it talks about our persistence. It talks about our attitude when it comes to prayer. It talks about we should keep on praying. No matter what the situation may be, we should keep on praying. Hindi man nasagot ng Panginoon ngayon, but we should keep on praying. Me and my wife got married 2010. Tapos yun, we decided for a few years, two years, magano muna kami. This is going to be our year. Tayo lang, focus, no children yet. But when 2013 comes, sabi namin, okay, this is time. Let's pray for a child already. Prayer and fasting rin yun. So we pray during fasting. So during that time, beginning of the year, but after 2013 ended, wala. We still didn't have a baby. But does that mean, dahil hindi sinagot ng Panginoon, yung prayer namin during 2013, hinto na kami. Hindi. During 2014, we continued to pray. We persevered. And that year, God blessed us. Just continue to pray. Because you know what? When we pray and when we hope, that honors God. Probably, you could go back as well to the other prayers that you have. Diba? You would realize that there were a lot of prayers na pinagdadasal mo na nasagot rin. There are other things, other blessings na binigay sa atin ng Panginoon na hindi naman natin pinagpray. Pero He was faithful. Persevere when it comes to prayer. Kumbaga, don't cease to pray. Huwag kang mabore. Pagdating sa prayer, huwag kang tamarin. Because you are talking to God. Kumbaga, persevere in prayer. And last, it talks about making supplications for all the saints. It talks about the object of prayer. Yes, you're going to pray for yourself, ganyan, all supplications, you're going to persevere, but also, you have to pray for the saints, pray for other people. It's amazing here, as we talk about being strong in the Lord, we know when we pray that we have a God. But it also points out Paul, a super apostle, alright, great apostle, knowing that he has the whole armor of God. He said to himself, as he ended that verse, making supplication for all the saints, sabi niya, also for me. Para sa akin rin. Pag-pray niyo rin ako. So that words may be given to me when I share the gospel to other people. I realized that he was talking about church community here. He was talking about, yes, there's an enemy, you have a full armor of God, but also realize that you have a team. Meron kang kakampi. One is God, you have to realize as well that meron kakampi. Church. 
That's the reason why we have worship and prayer nights. That's the reason why we have church service every Sunday. Kasi kung kanya-kanya lang naman, we don't have to do this. He has a purpose for the church. That it's not just for a Sunday na check-in, check-out, but he knows the church is built for community. And that's the reason why Paul can say that, yes, I know God loves me. If you are here right now, I hope that you can see that the church is like that. I hope that we would not see that church is just a place to check in, check out, tapos na. But I hope that we can see that the church is really in a community that people can pray for you. It's not just the pastors who can pray for you. How can we know everyone in, in this place? Every weekend, we're averaging around 1,500 in attendance. We can never know that. But that's the reason why we also have victory groups. Because in those victory groups, prayer happens. People, texting other people, reminding them what the Word of God is, happens. And that's the reason why when we have people like that, reminding us who we are in Christ, we are reminded that we can stand for God because our strength comes from God. Nakakalimutan natin to minsan, but because there are people reminding that to us, we can stand for God. Nakakalimutan ko, but because somebody texted me that I can be strong in the Lord, supposedly I was going to quit, supposedly I was going to backslide, supposedly I was going to say, ayoko naman niwala sa'yo, Lord. Supposedly I was going to kill myself, but then somebody given me this text that I can be strong. Supposedly I'm going to cheat on my wife, but then somebody texted me, my victory group leader, that I can be strong in the Lord. Somebody texted me that the enemy is just playing with us. Somebody texted me this verse that the enemy has schemes for me. So I'm going to stand up against this enemy. That's the reason why we have this. That's the reason why Paul was saying, be strong in the Lord. Because apart from the strength of God, apart from knowing that there is an enemy, apart from knowing that we have a whole armor that comes from God, apart from knowing that we can talk to God and even have relationships with other people here in church, we're going to have a hard time. In Philippians 4.13, it says, I can do all things through Him who strengthens me. The reason why I can say no to ungodliness and worldly passions, it's not because of my strength. It's not because marami ako na memorize sa Bible. Although, reading Scripture and memorizing it is really, really good. But at the end of the day, it's really God who's going to strengthen me. If there's a reason why that we should memorize scripture is so that if there's a number one reason is so that I can fall in love with God more para hindi ko makalimutan yung pagmamahal niya sa akin but at the end of the day it is God who will strengthen us which we have discussed already last week He has given us the power of the Holy Spirit we can stand for God because our strength comes from God right now as we end let me ask you this what are struggles that you are facing right now? Are there things in your life that is a struggle, a challenge? You know that the enemy is using that to bring doubt, to bring unfaithfulness. Probably you have arguments. Probably you're here, meron mga kaaway ngayon. And I pray that you would go beyond that, that you would see more than this person, more than probably you fought with your wife, more than your wife or your husband, that there is something beyond this. Probably you're here right now and you're separated and you're bitter with that person Let me tell you this, that there is something beyond that schemes of the enemy. But you know what? The only thing that we can do right now is say, God, on my own, hindi ko to kaya. But with your power, 
with the strength that you have given me, I can stand against this enemy. With that full armor that you have given me, I can stand against this enemy. And you know what the amazing thing about that whole armor of God? It talks about righteousness. It talks about faith. It talks about the readiness of the gospel. It talks about salvation. All of those things, all of those descriptions points also to one man who is Jesus. He is our righteousness. He is the one who has given us the gospel, the gospel that is the good news. He is the one when He died on the cross and when you made Him Lord and Savior, He is the one who had made salvation available for us. That's the reason why at the end of the day, it all goes back to what Jesus did, the indicatives, so that we may be able to face this life, these challenges, when we go out of this room, when we go out of Disneyland, and when we go out here, there may probably be a news, a text, a discouraging thing that we would see, but we know that we can stand on our ground because God is the source of our strength. Amen? Amen. Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, we just want to say thank you for this time. Salamat po, Panginoon, that we are reminded that we can never fight this battle alone. Thank you that we are reminded that there is indeed an enemy that is ready anytime to attack us. Thank you that we are reminded that even though that there is an enemy who is defeated, you have given us the whole armor of God so that we will be able to stand against the schemes of the enemy. Lord, thank you for reminding us that we are not alone, that you are there beside us like a commander-in-chief, like a father, like a friend that we can talk to. Lord, we thank you that we can stand for you because you have given us your strength. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.